Shabbos Daf Samach. We learned in our Mishnah that a woman cannot go out into Rishon Rabbim with a ring that doesn't have a signet to it. And that's the Isidur Rabbana. You can be medayig from the Mishnah that if it does have a signet, then it's also even medayi raisa. The problem is that the Mishnah in Kalim tells us that what's considered jewelry, a ring that has a signet or doesn't have a signet. So you see, even though it has a signet, it's considered jewelry. If it's considered jewelry, it should be muttered to go out with Rishon Rabbim and only usher with the Rabbana. Says Rava, perhaps the Mishnah in Kalim can be read as two separate halachas. If it has a signet, then it's jewelry for a man, because the derech of a man is to use a signet and sign things, not the derech of the woman. If it doesn't have a signet, then it's jewelry for a woman. Rav Nachman Yitzchak says, when it comes to tuma, all you need is a kli, a vessel. And if it has a signet, then it's a kli, and it's not a tachshit, it's not jewelry, and therefore it's makabal tuma. When it comes to Shabbos, what we're looking for is, is this thing considered jewelry, or is it considered a burden, a masri? And if it has a signet, it's considered a masri, and therefore it's usher to go out with it in Rosh Hashanah. The mission tells us a woman should not go out with a needle that doesn't have a hole. What purpose does a needle without a hole serve? Well, if she takes the needle and wraps her hair around it, and then takes that needle and puts it underneath the svacha, the covering of her head, we're not concerned she's going to take that out on Shabbos, because she'll show her hair, and that's not sneels. If it's a needle that she's using to part her hair, then it is usher. According to Rava, this particular needle has, on the other side, a decor. And therefore, during the week, she uses it to part her hair, to comb her hair. And on Shabbos, she uses it as jewelry. She puts it into her hat. And therefore, it's usher to use on Shabbos. You might come to take it out and show your friends. Says the Mishnah, there's a very interesting zero that you're not allowed to walk out on Shabbos with sandals that have nails on the bottom. Why? Because of a Maise Shahaya. There's a story that the Jews were hiding from the enemy in a cave. And they made a rule. Like in Corona. If you come into the house, you cannot leave. And if you leave the house, you cannot come in. Or the cave. And they noticed footsteps leading away from the cave. In fact, what happened was, somebody was walking into the cave, but he was wearing a sandal masumer backwards. Because you could put it on both ways. So they made Xero. That you cannot walk out on Shabbos with a sandal masumer. And since this story happened on Shabbos, the Xero is only on Shabbos, and Yantiv, which is very similar to Shabbos. There's another gzeira by Mechatos. The ashes of the Paraduma, they once shipped the ashes over the Jordan River on a ship. And they realized later on that there was a kezayis of a dead person there, which was metam and ruined the ashes, which were very valuable. So they made a gzeira that you cannot transfer or transport ashes of Paraduma over any body of water in any form. It doesn't matter if it's a ship or you're swimming. Says, no, it has to be exactly like the Xero. Only over the Jordan River and only on a ship. That is, if you swim across the Jordan River, it's okay. And if you use a ship on any other river, it's also okay. In our case, Rukhanina Barakiva would admit that the Xero is also on Yantav, since Yantav and Shabbos are so similar. The Xero is only exactly like it happened, and the shoe that happened, the story that happened over there was a sandal, was a sandal that had nails to strengthen the sandal, but not for the core. So if you're using these nails as the core, it's mutter. And any other shoe that's not exactly like the xero would be mutter, as we're going to describe in a minute. 
Rabbi Yochanan, Rai, Rabbi Yochanan says like Rabbi Nuhurai, which is that you're allowed to have up to five nails per shoe, two on each side and one in the back. It's also possible that Rabbi Yochanan holds you can have seven in a case where you're using these nails to lift up the shoe. According to Rabbi Hanino, he holds a Rabbi Nassim, you can have seven per shoe, three on each side and one in the back. And according to Rebbe, 13 on a shoe that you're trying to raise, and 7 on a regular shoe. If you took a piece of leather, you took a shoe, and you sewed it into the sandal, that's multiple because it's not like the Xavier. The Xavier happened without a piece of leather. The Bryce says it's so usher to wear one of these sandal masumers on Shabbos, you can't even go from one bed in your house to the other. But these following cases you're allowed to do. You're allowed to take a sandal masumer and cover another vessel. You're allowed to take a sandal masumer and lift up your bed with it. Rebbe Lazar Shim says, that's Asr. You might come to wear it. Although he makes a lot of sense, but since he's one against many, we don't pass him like him. If you take a piece of leather and you cover the whole bottom of your shoe, mutter, that's not what the Xerah was. If you use staples, kalbus, that's not what the Xerah was. If you use a tas or yasid, narrow nails, wide nails, or you cover the entire bottom with nails, that's not what the Xerah was, mutter. If most of the nails are worn out, but you could tell that there was nails there. So that's not how it was created, that's not how you made it. Mutter, if you have four nails on a, on a very tight shoe, or five on not so tight, mutter. Rebbe says, if not for the fact that people called me a person that's mekel, I would say you ought to put a lot of nails on. Machlaikis, and Pumbadisa say, he meant 24 nails, and Surah they say, he meant 22, if you want to remember it, when Rebbe went from Babel to Israel, he passed by Surah. By that time, he must have lost two out of his 24 nails. And therefore, in Surah, they said, 22 nails. Have a wonderful day.